welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 222. Should I say that three times fast? 222, 222, Shut up. 222. <laughs> I still need to finish the intro. Hold on. Recorded live on Sunday, September 18th, 2011. And here are your hosts. A Jewish boy who woke up in Brooklyn this morning. 222, 222, 222. David Pillay. Now this is when you say hi, Dave. Oh, hi. And the boy who um, did not do anything cliche today, Andy Lowe, hi. So, yeah, Brooklyn. <laughs> Jewish boy, too. You should go outside. What? Did you go to, like, Carnegie Deli for breakfast? No, I did not. I went to the Holiday Inn Express for breakfast. <laughs> Trying to do New York on the cheap. It's not easy. Well, you got a place in Brooklyn, so that's at least A+. plus. Yep. Well, the wedding was in Brooklyn. Ah! A Jewish I wedding? Not, I didn't have A+. Place, but I had two places in Brooklyn. Was, was, was it a Jewish wedding? It was not a Jewish wedding. Really? It was like a humanistic wedding. A what? Yeah, so it was the god of many names. was the only god referred to, which I believe is supposed to represent all gods. It's like one of I those... I think co- I broke Andy's mind. <laughs> No, in my head, I'm seeing, like, those coexist bumper stickers Mm -hmm. as a wedding. Yeah, it was kind of close to that. So you have to walk around in a circle, smash a... uh, No, you walk around under a tent in a circle. Okay, which I've I've never seen someone do, but go ahead. Well, the the, the walking around in a circle is kind of a Greek Greek Orthodox Catholic tradition. Ah, okay. Well, I think they have to walk around the altar. And then there is the... Um, breaking of the glass. Breaking of the glass. So that's Catholic. Um, Jewish. Jewish. I've never you been to take a... take communion, I guess? Well, that's also Catholic, so we've already got that covered. Oh, okay. Um, some sort of Hinduism where somebody arrives on an elephant? You know, I'm not going to participate in this part of the conversation <laughs> for fear of offending tons of people. Well, I'm just trying to think of what would... I've never... I would... Andy's I, views are his own and not the views of RA Podcast. <laughs> no, more wrist... impressive, though, than the fact that I woke up in Brooklyn this morning is that in the last five weeks, I've woken up in five different cities during the weekend. See, Ann Arbor, Madison, Brooklyn. Seattle, Chicago. Why'd you wake up in Chicago? I was there last week for a wedding. Oh, yeah. Remember the, oh, God, where is Dave and why can't he record? Oh, he's at a wedding. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Five weeks, five cities. Not only that, five weeks, five states. Yeah. Frequent flyer miles. No, because most of it was driving. (laughs) I suppose. I do not recommend this lifestyle. I would very much like a week to myself in my new apartment. You don't get it. Do you get it next week, this weekend? I, I might get it this weekend, unless, like, my parents decide to drive up. <laughs> well, then you'd still be in your apartment. I would still be in my apartment. That's a good half step. And it would be nice step. to see them, but, it, yeah. You've been a busy, busy boy. And then boy. in, like, less than a month, I have to go to Cleveland. Oh, yeah, Moe's wedding. Yeah, I should really make my hotel reservation and buy my ticket. You should have done that a while ago. Yep. I looked at tickets the other day. They were like 200 bucks, so I'm not worried from, right from, Madison. Uh, direct flight. From Madison to Cleveland? Wow. Yeah. It's not too shabby. Cheap flights. Yeah. I forgot where we're staying, but we also, I do believe, are going to be carpooling with Yoshin Sin. We have to get that squared away first. Cool. Be like the CCST, except... 
In reverse. In reverse, and Kate will be there. And starting from most of the way there. <laughs> and it will be a trip that I could do in a day. Not even a day, in a few hours. Yep. So how was New York? New York was just fine. I also apologize in advance for my horrible Brooklyn accent. Yeah, I think I'm trying to get one. the... I think there's some Jersey seeping in. No, along it's with just it. bad is what it is. It's a bad Italian-Jewish sort of thing. What? <laughs> Yay! Do you need to stop speaking? <laughs> well, this wouldn't be a very exciting audio podcast if one of the co-hosts was not allowed to speak. Yeah, well, you know what? That's where it's heading right now. <laughs> Fine, I will continue to speak in my Midwestern accent. Thank you. The accent that is no accent. It is an accent, believe it or not. Well, it's an accent because it is a lack of accent. Right. Yes. It's the quote-unquote neutral accent. Yes. Yes, um, we agree on that. <laughs> um, um, um. You know what I agree on? What? The fact that this apple crumb cake is delicious. <laughs> Are you allowed to have an apple crumb cake? I am if it's gluten-free. Ah. So, <laughs> by the way, really one one last interesting thing, then we can kind of get to the topics. It's really weird to get the weather first before you do. Now you know how I felt. Because it used to be Andy would say, like, hey, Dave, there's rain coming. I'm like, the skies are crystal clear. It's gorgeous out. It's sunny. There isn't a cloud in the sky. Oh, boom. Oh, there's the rain. <laughs> And Dave was talking about how crappy weather it was, and I'm sitting out here for shopping going, oh, it's not bad. And then as soon as we finish shopping, then it starts to rain. Yep. Ah, there it is. There's the rain. There is the rain. It is raining. It's going to keep raining, judging by the map. Yeah, I looked at the weather thing. Lake Michigan was covered in green. Wisconsin is covered in green. Well, I, my regional radar does not go that far over. Mm. But yeah, that is a lot of green. Yeah. It's not easy tomorrow morning. being green. Oh yeah, do you do in your uh, traffic things, or is that was that last week? I get to do the traffic thing tomorrow. I get a bright yellow vest and a flag. Oh, welcome to this brand new spanking high-tech company. We need you to handle traffic. Yep. <laughs> well, there are going to be more visitors on campus than there are employees. <laughs> so, yes, we need people there directing traffic. Yes, we need people there just standing in one spot saying, oh, no, where you're supposed to be going is over here. <laughs> ah, Funny. Yep. I'll have fun with your uh, high visibility vest. Oh, I thank you. So now so, we move to topics. Topics. As we, I move away from the weather. We have topics. I yep. know we have. What topics do we have? Andy was the one who got most of the topics. Yes. Um, one thing I want to point out, uh, in case people haven't gotten this game already, um, especially since this is going to be ending on the 20th, so you have basically tomorrow, today and tomorrow, to get it, if you want it. If By you're today, he means the Monday that this is published. Yes. You have until September 20th, but the game we are talking about is Portal. For free? Portal is free right now, as of recording this on Sunday. And it will be free until September 20th. Okay, why is Portal free? That is an excellent question. This is, I see this as a topic. Yeah. Why is Portal free? Um, because I paid like 40 bucks for this game. Why is it free now? Well, you didn't pay 40 bucks for this game. You paid 40 bucks for the orange box. No, I paid 40 bucks for this game and the rest of the orange box came with it. <laughs> you see, I saw it as I paid 40 bucks for TF2. And Half-Life. And Half-Life. And Portal came along free and oh my god, look at Portal. Yep. It also came with a couple of free gifts for Half-Life 2 and Half-Life 2 Episode 1. Because you already owned them. 
Yes. And then I got them free again. Again. <laughs> um, but they want the game to be uh, played by teachers. Okay. Valve says it wants Portal to be played by teachers to understand how much potential the puzzle game has in educating young students. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, ridiculously absolutely. Like, for fuck's sake, yes. <laughs> well, don't say that in front of students. No? That would not get. That would not go over well. Okay. There's a reason I don't teach in public schools <laughs> anymore. Uh, yeah, no. Like, watching the developer commentary on Portal, when they were saying, like, we needed a way to train people to do this. That's education. And they did a really good job of it. Like, a ridiculous. Because by the end of the game, you are you walk into a room, you're like, there, there, then there, and there, and then there, and I'm good. What was even great was the, uh, the the challenge rooms where they took those final levels and then flipped them on their head. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> you can no longer put a portal here. Uh, OK, but um, that's how I did it. What What do you want? Oh, so by they, the way, yes. on a side note, the guy from Assassin's Creed 2, is that the same voice as Wheatley? I do not believe so. Because it sounds really damn similar. The British guy? Yeah. Like your your little assassin buddy? Uh, was what God, what is his name? I always thought him I always thought of him in, in my head as oh, it's the annoying British prick. Right. I don't know. Fictional I love how there is a in when you search for Wheatley on Wikipedia, there is an entire separate section for Wheatley for Portal. Voiced by Stephen Merchant. Stephen what? Merchant was the voice of Wheatley. Let's see, film games. Just Portal. Okay. So who's the guy in Assassin's Creed? I, d- I don't know. I know Nolan North is Desmond. Well, yeah. But he's in everything. No, Assassin's Creed 2, because he wasn't in the first one. It was just Lucy. Right. It's Lucy. And... Rosa, I think. And... La-da-da-da-da. It's not Antonio, is it? <laughs> Sean. Sean? Is that... That was the guy's name. I swear it was Sean. Uh, who is Sean Hastings. Danny Wallace, who has done not much. All right. Well, they sound very similar. <laughs> so that side note took us nowhere and fast. Nope. Thanks, Dave. So going back You're to welcome. Portal 2. You mean Portal? Po- yeah. <laughs> going back to Portal 2, which then goes back to Portal. Um, Portal 2, well, I guess Wheatley entered into it. Okay. Yes, that's how. Yeah, okay, fine. I got good. <laughs> Going back. Dave, blinders. Just put them on. I can't. (laughs) (sighs) So, yeah, they want teachers to play it and then try and basically integrate Portal into teaching science and physics and critical reasoning and spatial, got all the stuff with Portal. And the overall arching theme of um, creating machine AIs will sooner or later destroy the world. That's what I get out of Portal. Say that one more time. Mach- creating machine AIs will slowly destroy the world. Oh, that's what you learned from Portal. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Way to miss the boat, Andy. Well, GLaDOS came and then killed everybody. Only because they stuck... Well, spoilers, I guess. Only because they stuck a poor secretary into her. I- you know, one day they woke me up so I could live forever. <laughs> and then Not you will Gladys die. Not Gladys' fault. Well, it's just that... 
like the overarching thing with iRobot, too. It's, oh, yeah, we're still going by the three rules, yet somehow. Okay. (laughs) Hang on. You know. No? You do not get to reference the iRobot movie. It doesn't exist. I know. I read the book. Yeah. Which still was basically a series of short stories, but still had that overarching ideal that even though there are the three rules, higher up, those three rules can kind of be turned against us. Not necessarily turned against us, just creatively interpreted. (laughs) I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to creatively interpret when you're going to die. No, which one of them had one where someone died? Intentionally. Well, not intentionally. Uh-huh. But still, the, I still remember the mining colony one. That was bad. With the Dave robot? I do believe so. That was what his was name? What was his issue? He had all the subordinates. Yeah, it was the DV, so they called it Dave. Ah. It was the, the multi-part robot. Yeah. And he twiddled his thumbs. That's what it was. It was that the, the third law had been bumped up so much. It was, it was almost identical to the runaround short story, where the third law, the self-preservation law, had been bumped up so much, it was in conflict with the second law. Ah, yeah. God. That You know when I actually read that book? <laughs> I think you gave it to me in 8th grade to read. I think, yeah, I think I read it in like 6th grade. It's a good book. That, those are some really fantastic short stories. I know, and just the overarching, or it seems like there is that overarching plot well, between he's, the short stories. He's got this foundation of, let's have the three laws, no pun intended on foundation, by the way. Um, we've got these three laws. What are some natural consequences? Do you know why he came up with the three laws in the first place? Why? He was sick and tired of Frankenstein complexes. <laughs> he's like, if we ever had the ability to actually make machines like this, we would not be so stupid as to make it so that they could turn on their creators there's always got to be a kill switch right oh so speaking of turning on your creators oh yeah so remember how there was that problem with the drm for um assassin's creed yes people bought it and could not play it yeah um there was kind of another issue like that with um driver san francisco okay so um i wanted to play driver san francisco but i knew it wasn't gonna be that good enough a game to you know pay 60 bucks for so i was going to get it used until i found out that um they had a passport code in all the new boxes that was a one-time use code that would not let you play multiplayer without putting in this code so basically it's the oh you're buying the game used if you want to play multiplayer you're gonna have to pay more money okay yeah we've talked about that already yeah the the one specifically with driver no but uh ubisoft was doing it yeah so um they had put a little basically the paper insert with the code on it so it's you get the game you type in the code that comes with the game and then you get the multiplayer the problem was they put the wrong code (laughs) on all the paper inserts oops so nobody was able to play, play multiplayer. multiplayer. Yeah. Oops. Because the code that it contained unlocks all the DLC, but doesn't unlock the multiplayer. That's really, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, so really funny. Now, they um, basically are giving away their passport for free. And what does one need to do to go get this passport? Um, basically, you have to be in the game. Uh-huh. And then you'll be prompted with the Uplay Passport menu where it says, okay, purchase the play or activate my thing where it asks you to input the code or start a two-day free trial. Basically, you either purchase Uplay Passport or start the two-day free trial, and both of them are free and last forever. Mm. So even if you know rent a copy from Redbox, you get it for free. I should go to the local Redbox. So even just like rent it and then get the Uplay Passport, and then even if you don't go back to the game ever, yep. which... 
it's an okay game. It's a little weird, but... What's the... I mean, I, I don't know that I've actually ever played a driver game. It's a lot like... Well, it's it's a pseudo sandbox sort of game mm-hmm. where it's not completely as free roaming as Grand Theft Auto, which it, it can be. But this game was basically you're an undercover cop who is driving around the city as a wheelman. Okay. So it's an arcade sort of racing game. Originally, it was a lot of run from the cops, try and evade them, do a lot of undercover jobs. And then Driver 3 came out and it was bad. Oh, was it bad? I think I got a free copy of Driver 3 and I never like used it. Good. Because when you take a game about being a car driver and try to put him so he runs around the city, not so good. They tried to copy Grand Theft Auto 3 as being a complete sandbox game because the driver was out originally on the original PlayStation. Maybe it was Driver 2 that I got a hold of. Mm. I wouldn't know because I didn't play it. But yeah, it's basically an arcade racer sort of thing. Okay. Arcade and video now, games. You you mentioned Redbox. Yes. So I have a question for you. Yes. Are we definite on holding reviews till the end of the show? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then moving on. <laughs> yeah, the main series of Driver. The original Driver was released on PlayStation. So this was a game that preempted Grand Theft Auto 3. And then after Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, Driver 3 was trying to copy. Copy it, and it was bad. Yeah, and it was bad, and now they're kind of going back to... Driver San Francisco. Yes. Can they come out with Driver 2049? What? Let's see if Andy gets the reference. Driver 2049? What's this version? What's the version that just came out, Andy? Driver San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco 2049. Oh. Think Rush. There was Rush San Francisco. And then there was Rush 2049. Oh. Partial credit. You put it together after. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So moving on. Okay. Away from that bad one. What do you mean bad one? It wasn't a joke. It was just making fun of... Okay, anyways... LucasArts hiring. Yes. For first-person shooter. And aerial combat game. Are we going to see the return of Dark Forces Jedi Knight? I am not sure. I know they... Which game did they recently just cancel? Was it um, Star Trek Jedi Forces 3 or something like that? Or Wait, say that again. I don't know. One of those... Th- Andy. Dark Forces, Dark Jedis. Andy. What? Star Trek Jedi Forces 3. <laughs> I thought I was tired tonight. You know what I mean, not what I say. It's one of those things, you know exactly what I meant when I said it. Yeah, but and, and in all honesty, I made the same slip this weekend talking with someone at the wedding. But even so, he called me out on it, and for good reason. I think it's Star Wars Force Unleashed 3. Okay, is that, the one that... Yeah, that's fine. Force Unleashed series was so-so. The Dark Forces series, which was an old first-person shooter, was really good. I don't think I've ever played that. I never really played any other Star Wars. Okay, I played Super um, Empire Strikes Back on the SNES. Okay. I could never oh. actually get past Dagobah because that boss was so hard to play. That reminds me. Uh, I figured <laughs> out how to network SNES games. Okay. So you played Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I played... Um, X-Wing. X- no, uh, TIE Fighter. TIE Fighter. Did you you ever play Versus? No. Okay. Uh, and I played Droid Works. Never heard of it. You got to build droids. Woo! At least I think it was Star Wars Droid Works, or is it... Well, if it's droid, then probably, because LucasArts owns that word. 
owned, I guess. It's kind of moved over. That was probably not their brightest yep. move, selling that to Verizon. Star Wars Droid Works. Educational game created by Lucas Learning, where the purpose is to create a droid using many different parts that can be assembled in all these different combinations and have the droid complete a mission. Okay. So anyways, LucasArts is hiring for developing either a first-person shooter and or an aerial combat game. Well, both. There like are a hiring position for both, or no, no, but there are four. There's openings for both. Okay, a FPS and an aerial combat game. That's also, an action adventure game too. That's really cool. Now it's LucasArts. It's not necessarily Star Wars. No, it used to be just Star Wars. Well, granted, actually, it used to be a bunch of stuff. Yep. But that like, would be pretty sweet. But action adventure makes me think of Secret of Monkey Island or Dig or Full Throttle or Grim Fandango or all those great action adventure LucasArts games. Oh, it's making me nostalgic again. You old fuddy-duddy. <laughs> I remember we were, uh, Kate wanted an external hard drive for her computer. Uh-huh. Because pictures are starting to take up room. I got a 2.5 terabyte hard external hard drive. Oh, God. Guess how much? 2.5 terabytes? Yeah. 150 bucks. 100 bucks. Not bad. I mean, my guess. Great price. Not bad on my guess. No. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, like, I remember when... It was a gig per dollar. Yeah. I remember before it was a gig per dollar, but that's I when know. I started really seriously looking into computer. Was that? Maybe it was before that. I remember getting yeah. Carrie a computer for college, because I was waiting in line with my dad for Black Friday at Best Buy. I think we were like the sixth or seventh people in line. Um, side note, I had to, uh, because the computer boxes were so big, because they were big CRT monitors, they wouldn't actually fit in the trunk of the car. Yeah. So while they were shopping somewhere else, I had to sit in the trunk between these two computers. <laughs> Justin, because we couldn't fit them in the doors because it was a two-door Cadillac. Mm-hmm. And so you couldn't put the seats forward and get the boxes in. So they had to sit in the trunk, but they were too big to fit in the trunk. So they just had the trunk lid tied down, and they had me sitting in the trunk reading a book while they went shopping somewhere else on that Black Friday. Poor Andy. Meh. Hey, it was an IBM Aptiva. It wasn't bad. It was my... It's actually what I was able to play TFC on, but we'll get to that at a later point. <laughs> Stop referencing the end of the show. So what were we talking about before that? Um, LucasArts. LucasArts, Time Fighter. Nostalgic, you being a fuddy-duddy. Yeah, and um, blinders. And some of the people on IRC were talking about, oh, it feels old. And I'm sitting there like, no, no. Some of our stuff my parents did is old. Because I still remember my dad's original laptop where the battery, I think, was bigger than the screen. Yep. So that's go- That's where I meant to go with that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're really bad at doing that. <laughs> Rat hole. I hope by now our listeners understand and expect that because if they don't like that they really need to find a different show all right so you can edit youtube videos in youtube in youtube yo dog (laughs) heard you like youtube i'd love to see you try and finish that one so i put youtube in your youtube so you can edit youtube while you youtube no okay Yo, dog, I heard you like editing, so you can edit your video on YouTube about editing videos on YouTube. Boom! No. No? No. I think mine was better than yours. I think they were both bad. (laughs) I think yours was worse. (laughs) I think your face is... I mean, uh... (laughs) Something about your mama, that's all I can think of. What about my mom? (laughs) She's a very nice lady, I like her. Damn right she is. She's a a very classy lady. (laughs) She is! 
looking at her when she was chatting with her after she was dressed up for uh, Brendan's wedding. God, that's been a year, has it? Well, almost a year. God, Brian's and Beth's is almost a Two year, years. too. Two, Two years. Two years. The end of October. Yep. How time has flied. Flown. <laughs> <laughs> we should just call it here tonight. This is going nowhere. So what else do we got? Oh, there is a school in Maine. That has Where just the spent. No, no, that's Spain. Okay. They have spent more than two hundred thousand dollars to buy two hundred and fifty iPads. Okay. Okay. And they're not giving them to teachers. They're not giving them to high school students. They're not giving them to middle school students. They're not even giving them to elementary students. I hope for their sake they are buying in with that $200,000 a lot of either A, insurance, or B, like the safety protection pad things. Well, they say they are buying the 250 tablets along with sturdy cases to protect them from kindergartners. What would you do with an iPad as a kindergartner? By the way, you spelled kindergartner wrong. Oh, whatever. It's a lot of... Something. You don't have an R. <laughs> I have a D instead. Or you do have an R. You don't have a kindergartners. I unless like maybe you were trying to be clever and put in like gadget in there. Kindergadgeters. No, that's that, that would have just... been more clever. But I no, you just can't spell kindergartners. That's what spell check is for. Except it doesn't show up in that block every once in a while. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, there is. I, I think the Kinder Gadgeters would have been fantastic, but... It sounds like an odd superhero team that you'd find on Disney's on Saturday morning. The Kinder Gadget... I can't even pronounce that. So <laughs> kindergartners, the wee little children of Maine are getting iPads. Yes. I, I don't know how well that's going to work. My brain hurts. They, they're going to do what? They're going to download Doodle Jump? Maybe is Fruit Jump Ninja? even available for iPad? I do believe it is. Okay. I know it's I available know for the iPhone. Then it's available for iPad. Doodle Jump iPad. Why are you looking this up? Is it, it that important? Yes. No. You can buy it on the iPad for $3. Isn't it free on Android? Uh, no, it's not, because I would have gotten it if it was free. Oh, okay. But it's not. I got Fruit Ninja for free, but not Doodle Jump. I got a lot of stuff for free from the Amazon store. As do I, but I haven't really used... I've used... Two of the things I have gotten free from Amazon. That's it. Two. Really? Yeah, that's it. They're all on my phone right now, but I have only used two. I haven't even used Guitar Hero or um, Plants vs. Zombies on my phone. Not even Sporkle, nothing. Shazam, nothing. I use uh, the the business calendar thing on a daily basis. Oh, the executive assistant? No, not the executive. They had one very early on. It was like business calendar. Oh, Uh, It interfaces with Outlook and Gmail and all that. It's very nice, very well done. Uh, and a lot of the games I'll pick up for like five minutes and play them and put them down. I have free sell on my phone. That and Doodle Fit are the two games that... That you need. That, yeah, that's a, that's what I play on my phone. Okay. So anyway, so they're giving kindergartners iPads. Why? Well, they are saying that 40% of the third graders in the school district in Auburn, Maine, are not reading at grade level. So the goal of these iPads is to fix that. Uh-huh. We put, this is her quote from the superintendent, we put a stake in the ground that our kindergarten classes from here on out 
by the time they reach third grade and leave third grade, that 90% of those students are meeting benchmarks. What I love is this is right around the same time where studies are coming out saying that too much time in front of computers as a small child is causing psychological problems. And then they give them all an iPad. Mm-hmm. Now the new question will become, who will learn it better, a kindergartner or my mom? I do not know. That's a really good question. This should do just get some students from Maine who have an iPad and then my mom and just see who understands it better. Granted, are they these iPads or are these iPads 2s? Or that new crazy I Apple TV know. that everybody is suggesting is going to be coming out when the iPhone 5 does? Not like the Apple There's TV box, but like Apple an actual TV. Apple TV. That's like what an the Apple new, branded TV? Yeah, that's what the new rumor is. It's the Apple. But they can't call it the Apple TV because they already have an Apple TV, so I don't know. Sure what they can. What are they calling the new iPhones? Or not iPhones, iPods. True. Okay, so they could call it the Apple TV 2. Right. Or just Apple TV. Ah, uh, review Apple Center. No, they already had a second generation of the Apple TV, so. This would Apple. Just be third gen? I, I don't know. People are just calling it the uh, full on TV. Okay. I don't know if that well that works off the rolling off the tongue. But I don't know if I would think that having an iPad would actually help. It depends on how they do it and what they do with it. I could see a couple ways where it would actually work. I could see a lot of ways where it will not. I just remember when they gave us laptops in middle school. Well, not us, because they, they always give us, us laptops. They gave the class before us and the class after us laptops. Yeah, and not us. <laughs> Rue the day. Yeah, because you could have been in that class. I know. That would have changed a whole lot of things. So, DOJ filed against the AT&T T-Mobile merger. Yeah, Sprint, Sprint, Sprint filed against too. it. Now, seven states. Oh, uh, are, is that where following suit? No, following suit comes from, like, bridge, doesn't it? Yes. It's just an amusing turn of phrase, then, that it follows suit. I was going to say euchre. Also, you have to follow suit. Yeah, but I, I think... Bridge would be a wider... Would bridge, bridge really probably be... probably older... <laughs> I was like, really, bridge? It's like I'm trying to make a reference to lawn bowling. My parents play bridge. So do my parents. I used to play bridge. Did you? Yeah. Were you any good at it? I was not bad for, you know, being five. <laughs> I learned how <laughs> so to play no. on, on our Atari 2600. Okay. So I actually filled in for some people who were running late when my parents were holding, holding uh, bridge parties. Okay. So there's like me in my pajamas, like footy pajamas, playing bridge. I was okay. I didn't really understand the whole um, code when you're going around uh, bidding on Trump. Yeah, but once you got to play, you you had the strategy down. Yeah. So, anyway, seven other states have jumped onto the DOJ's filing against the AT&T T-Mobile deal. Yay! States are California, Illinois, Massachusetts, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Washington, which is kind of interesting to see because they really actually can't, the states can't like really do anything to block. Do anything. They can't stop it. No. It would actually be unconstitutional for them to stop it. Yeah. But they are filing. Yeah. So it, they're participating. They're, they're saying like, we, the states ourselves, agree with the Department of Justice. Yes. So Now it's worth noting that uh, how many states filed seven so 43 have not uh 11 states have uh attorney generals have expressed support of the deal so that's seven against 11 for and while it's only made up of seven right. states you have new york and california in there along with ohio and pennsylvania and illinois so it you've got a third of the population of the united states technically filing against this so it's probably not going to be a while before we get this resolved 
Nope. And the entire time AT&T is going, what? What? <laughs> Come on, guys. Really? Yay. We were, you know, we were in New York this weekend, and I have T-Mobile, and Laura has AT&T. And guess whose call quality was higher? Yours? Mine. Very nice. Very, very nice. So speaking of lawsuits, Sony Uh added to their terms of service for the PlayStation Network the following clause. Oh, dear. Any dispute resolution proceedings, whether in arbitration or court, will be conducted only on an individual basis and not in a class or representative action or as named or unnamed member in a class, consolidated representative or private attorney general legal action unless both you and the Sony entity with which you have a dispute specifically agree to do so in writing following the initiation of the arbitration. This provision does not preclude your participation as a member in a class action field on or before August 20th, 2011. So all that means is that do a class action lawsuit. Nope. From here on out. Yep. Um, Well, there's an opt out though. Could, Could there's an opt out for that? Like for that one clause? Yes. If you do not wish to be bound by the binding arbitration of class action waiver in this section 15, you must notify SNEI, which I'm guessing is Sony Network Entertainment International, um, in writing within 30 days of the date that you accept this agreement. So you have to... I do like a class action lawsuit to get that out of the terms of service? I I don't know. I mean, that's ridiculous. That destroys the idea of a class action lawsuit. Well, this this is actually not the first time this happened. Um, there was a filing. They can't do that. AT and T put it in their terms of service that they you can't have a can't file a class action lawsuit against them, and the courts basically ruled that as legal. That's ridiculous. So there is previous precedence stating that yeah, hey, you can do it. There, they can do it. That's bullshit. We as consumers should have the right to sue together. <laughs> And not only that, you have to deal with the um, arbitration, if, I, if I'm reading that whole block of legalese correctly. So you're not even really able to take them to court. It has to just be settled by binding arbitration. Well, I, I am no legal expert, but I believe court does count for binding arbitration. Okay. But still, it's... But again, I, I am not a legal expert. Someone, actually, some ones, have several lawyers in their families, though. I know... Who most likely will be hearing this Monday. (laughs) So if said person would like to let me know if I am or am not correct on this issue. Please send an email. (laughs) Or call. Well, I don't call. I'm in the probably at work at the time. But still. So, yeah, Sony is saying in their terms of service, no more class action lawsuits. Even if they, you know, do something stupid like have their whole network taken down by hackers. For a month. For a month. Hey, but you got some free stuff out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got good shows out of that. We're like, and yet again, the continued Sony Watch. Oh, man, bad. All right, what other gaming topics do we have on here? Oh. Diablo 3. Yeah, and PayPal. PayPal will be the money transaction service for Diablo 3? Yes. So um, you can use PayPal to fund in-game accounts for use in the auction house and also to turn in-game currency earned from auctioning items into real money. Okay. I don't know enough about economics and monetary policy to tell you what that might end up doing. 
Well, PayPal takes 5% plus a 5 cent fee for content purchases under $12. Okay, but I'm not even thinking. I'm thinking about the fact that PayPal is mostly currency-less, I guess. I mean, do they store it as we have such and such dollars and such and such yuan and such and such Canadian dollars and British pounds and euros? Or is it we have this much money? What? What? I don't understand that question at all. Okay, then ignore it. Like always. Did David say something? No, couldn't have. David speaking? I don't hear it. I hear noise. The Matrix had a sequel. Hmm? So, where are we? Um, We're on a podcast, Dave. Yeah, Uh, Soyuz, blackout. Yeah. So, NASA paying the Russians millions and millions of dollars to shuttle our astronauts from the International Space Station and back again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this shows their quality. They lost contact with the Soyuz capsule on reentry for 15 minutes. Oh, because that hasn't happened to us. For fif- not recently, for 15 minutes. Not since we minutes. started the shuttles. Uh, no, actually, it did happen with the shuttles. It wasn't for 15 minutes, but on re-entry, I'm pretty yeah, sure Yeah, you do lose. It, it's because of the burning for re-entry. It's not able to yeah. radio waves and such. But yeah, Physics, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they could not get an answer for 15 minutes, and they actually couldn't get an answer until one of the rescue crews spotted them and were able to get on basically with the little short-range two-way radios. Walkie-talkie, save the day. Yeah, so, uh... Way to go, Russia. Woohoo! Yeah, we know our guys are safe. Yep. Well, in chunks of 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? Anything else? Amazon. Oh. Book flicks. What, yeah, what is this book flicks? The one topic you posted on here. So, oh. The one. Hey. Yes, I know. You're travel. a busy, busy person with classes and traveling around the United yeah. States. Bastard. Hey, you got a laptop. You got a phone with an internet connection. <laughs> I know you got to be at that airport an hour early. Actually, we were there way earlier than an hour. Was New York that boring that you went to the LaGuardia over an hour early? Or we you were, just go to- well, we were hoping to catch an earlier flight. Oh. Is what we actually did to go out there. I see. Uh, but it was, in fact, overbooked. <laughs> so I that's love it when they overbook a flight. Like, we're looking for passengers willing to stay and not go. I would do that on the return trip, just not on the way out there. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really nice. I've done it before. What? Like, they put you up in a hotel. Yeah. I was... Give you a free trip. I know we... I just wanted to get back home after the three-hour layover in the San Juan airport. But I was... Part of me was just in my brain going, okay, I really want to make this flight. But another part of my brain went... Well, if we don't get this flight, it's the last flight of the night. They're going to have to put us up in a hotel in Miami. It won't be that bad. Right. But I just wanted to get home. Yes. And then they lost my luggage for two days. That was oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Having nothing. So, okay. So what is this subscription book? So think of a library, but online, but they mail the books to you. Like physically mail the books to me or? I believe so. Are we talking like getting sent to your Amazon Kindle? No, it, it did not look like when I read it, it did not look like Kindle. Hmm. It, I mean, it, it could be. It would be really good. They'd have to be very careful because they wouldn't want people just copying it off the Kindle and breaking the decryption and having the books. That already happens. Yeah. (laughs) That's nothing new. 
So, I mean, it, it, it could be actual book. It could be electronic book. It really doesn't say. Knowing Amazon, they would do either. No, they'd probably do it on the Kindle to get everybody to switch to the Kindle. But no, because as soon as they do it, everyone else will do it. <laughs> It'd be really funny if I just, you know, randomly look through. They, they start this up with actual physical books. And some of the books that would be on there would be hilarious if they were like crossword puzzle books or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny <laughs> that'd be terrible yeah that would be horrible but still quite funny yes let's see what else do we have on this list but you know what you could do is you know just go to your local library library yeah especially here in well i was gonna say he, especially with us here in michigan but you're not i am not because all the michigan libraries are interconnected and so yes. you can actually yeah, 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 yeah i know they are if you remember our wonderful conversation with uh Eli. Can't remember his last name, but the Nyberger. Nyberger, there we go. I was thinking like Eli Laser, but no. no. That's Ed Glazer. Rhymes with Laser. No. Or is it Glazer? I think it's Glazer. God. So many guests. And we need to get some more back on. I know. I'm working on it. Right, so the the final thing on here, I think. Well, there's one other thing. Um, Linux is now 20 years old. Congrats to Linux. Happy birthday. So they talked about 10 devices that are running Linux, um, Android, TiVo. The Large Hadron Collider makes sense. Is running Linux? Yeah. Okay. Um, some of the TVs are running Linux, but that's expected now because they're now smart TVs. I'm putting TVs. more stock into the uh, end-of-the-world scenarios. Because they're running Linux? Yes. My, it's a free, open operating it system. It crashes more than Windows. Well, they have a lot of scientists there. They could figure it out. Okay. <laughs> There are theoretical physicists there. They understand how all the atoms work in the universe. I think they can figure out how that, to... No, no. <laughs> that so, doesn't happen. It was a play on one of the lines from Big Bang Theory where there are three theoretical physicists in a car and none of them can figure... They all understand the universe, but none of them know how to fix a car. I, I actually saw that episode, Andy. Oh, really? You actually I've seen did? almost the entire series at this point. I'm missing this season. Oh, this end of this season is a good one. Can't wait for it to start on Thursday. Ah, the joys of fall TV are coming back. Yep. I'm um, also, uh, I'm, I'm working on getting current with Doctor Who, but I started with the 11th Doctor. Oh, come on. You got to start at the beginning. Like the very beginning? Yes. No. <laughs> and try and watch the, uh, what is it, the 43 missing episodes, 63 missing episodes? No. Thank you. How many missing episodes are there now? A lot. 108 episodes from the first six years of the program are still missing. Okay, gotcha. Anyway, um, final story, because I think that's the final yeah, one on the list. Yeah, we, we got to hit our yeah. extra stuff. Um, somebody recently posted a video game, a study on video game violence, which is not surprising, but he did it another way around where he didn't study the effects of violent video games. He basically looked at the gamer rather than the game. Okay. So he's focused on what types of people are playing the games and how that affects them rather than just violent video games in general. And what did he find? Um, he found slight increases in hostility for those with certain personality traits, extremely high on neuroticism and extremely low on agreeableness and conscientiousness. What? That's, that's what it says. Okay. High on neuroticism and extremely low on agreeableness and oh. conscientiousness. Neuroticism. That's what I said. Okay, I didn't hear the N or the U. What did you think I said? Eroticism? Eroticism. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those are some freaky kids. <laughs> like, what study was this? Whew. Were they playing Catherine or something? I mean, what the hell? 
Okay, that makes slightly more sense. Yeah, so they're saying... um, Yes to certain types of people with neurotic tendencies. Video games will make them slightly more aggressive. But if, you know, if you're a standard average human being like you or I, then we probably will not have any sort of, you know... Besides you wanting to kill me secretly. I, so many times did I tell you the last episode that I do not want to kill you? See, but that's why it's a secret. I figured it out, Andy. I know it. <laughs> I understand. You just secretly want to try to kill me. That's why you keep playing <clears throat> that you don't, because you don't want me to know that you secretly want to kill me. Are you going to put me on trial for being a witch next? Possibly. <laughs> you start dunking me in a lake? Well, if you live, then you're a witch and you'll burn. <laughs> if you die, you can at least die having proven that you're not a witch. Yes, but I would just, you know, like to live and not have you worry about me trying to kill you. Okay. Well, I suppose if I killed you by dunking you in water, I'd have to find someone else to help me with the podcast. Yes, and if I killed you, then I would have to find other people to help me with the podcast. Yeah, but you'd have the easier job of replacing me. I'd have so to find you're saying you're replaceable. Well, I'd have to find someone to do the audio work. Hmm. I mean, that's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> It's not that much of a pain in the ass. Oh, well, not now that you've got it streamlined. Yeah. Which I tried using Adobe uh, Audition 5.5. That didn't work out very well. Okay. Because most of the stuff in there I don't actually really need to use. But anyway, should switch to our game because we're out of topics. Okay. I have Stunt Driver. Which... Woo! I swear I played this in the arcade at some point, but... It was not an arcade game. Stunt Driver was for the PC, back when you still had to worry about whether you had, like, an i286, 386, whatever. Uh, It was a DOS game. As far as DRM, it was look in the back of the book because there's a grid, and you had to click on the right piece. Oh, my. And the really, really, really cool thing about it it was just a basic little racing sim game. But the really cool thing was that you could build your own tracks. You could build your own tracks, including things like loop-de-loops and these incredible U-turns that would take you almost 90 degrees and they were just amazing um side note i figured out what the arcade game was called it was called hard driving yeah that's not stunt driver no but you still had the ability of you know um loop-de-loops and other sorts of craziness bank turns and all that so so that was my game i spent a lot of time on it it well, was really 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 good it's an arcade driving game of course it's gonna be fun yep so my game TFC, and for those who don't know, TFC stands for Team Fortress Classic, not Team Fortress 2, which we talk about often, and their hats. Um, but Team Fortress Classic, which was, if you want to put this in perspective, it's, it started before Steam started. So we're always having to try and hunt down um, maps to play. Mm-hmm. This is this is how I spent some of my um, summer afternoons for a while, was playing Team Fortress Classic. I, for some odd reason, either wanted to be the sniper or the heavy. And, like, I, I see myself as a little tiny kid trying to play the heavy, and I actually played the heavy pretty good, which is why I, most of the time I actually switch to the heavy. You play the heavy, eh? Yes. <laughs> Which seems, if you if you know me, it seems to be counteractive of... counter No, not counteractive. Counter, counterintuitive? There you go. Yes, thank you. I, you know, I guess if I had to assign you one, I'd say Demo Man. Really? More than heavy, yeah. I think you'd... I, I sucked playing Demo. I still suck playing Demo. It just seems like it would be more your play style, though. No. The, the heavy defender sit back and let them walk into it. No. Nope. No? No. Okay. You like the heavy. Yeah. You like just trudging in and soaking up damage. <laughs> Why did you never play a tank? 
I liked the hunter idea better, which is why I told you I either played the heavy or the sniper. It also depended on how good my ping was. Sniper, you had to play it with good ping. If you had a horrible, crappy ping, you were you toast. <laughs> yeah, which the heavy is not as bad because you just fire. Spray and pray. Yeah. When I still remember all the, the forts, too, and everything, and oh, all those classic maps. Yep. So yeah, there was many an hour. I think I almost gave myself um, Carpal Tunnel from playing Team Fortress Classic for so long. So yeah, that was my game. And now we should go on to the review. Redbox. Yeah, we talked about Redbox. We haven't officially reviewed it because I never used it well, until now you have. this weekend. What did you think of it? Um, well, first, it was easy to you know go to the website redbox.com and sign in find a game in one of the red boxes around my area now how many are in your area um between me and work the direct line none <laughs> there's the nearest one for us is about yeah, but you work like down the road from your apartment no no it's it's a long road i okay i'm about it's oh, about a I'm 20 sorry, to 30 minute to drive from, from your apartment yeah. that's right 20 to 30 minutes drive for me but there's the ones inside um walmart which is also three miles away there's mm-hmm. ones inside walgreens which are all three miles away some inside myers both of which are about three miles away so my idea was to take a different way home and i would have to swing by the run of the red box and then we would drop it off and we go shopping at myers on the way home okay so it seemed really easy to find what movie you wanted and find which red box it's in. When I got to the red box, though, guess how many people were standing in line waiting to use it? A lot? Twelve. Holy crap! There were twelve people waiting in line outside of a Walgreens. You need more red boxes. Like I said, there's none. There, there are, there, if, you know, I go to Myers every day, it'd be nice to drop one off. Or if there was, you know, one on my way to or from work, it'd be nice. But 12 people waiting in line. Do you know the, the longest line I've ever had to wait for a red box, at least when I was in Ann Arbor? What? I didn't. There was never a line. It was just, hey, there's someone at that red box, like right there. So I will go to the one that is three feet to the left of it. Nope. It was a solo red box by itself. That sucks. Yeah. And I rented a game, not a movie, so I, I can't really say about the movies, but the game's $2 a day. That's pretty hefty. Yeah. The movies thinking, are $1 a day, which is actually pretty nice. Yeah, because movie, hey, what do we want to watch tonight? Let's look on the... If it had, like, the Netflix sort of suggestions, that also would be nice. Yeah, but they don't have the money to buy that. No. You got to remember how much Netflix has paid out for those algorithms. So what you need to do is get a free trial of Netflix, get it to do with suggestions for your queue list, and basically try and print it out and then go to Redbox. <laughs> but still, yeah, but renting a game for this weekend, it would have been, I picked it up Friday afternoon. If I would have returned it today, which I forgot to uh, return it, so I'm going to have to return it tomorrow at some point. Yep. But at, after like Any a weekend, four to six bucks. Yeah. So, well, but I mean, six. so call it six bucks, right? Yes. You pick it up Friday after work, you take it back on Monday, right? Renting so it for a weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so it's going to be eight bucks. Well, six bucks. No, two dollars a day. I picked oh, it yeah, because you, so bringing it back. Before 9 p.m. on nine Monday. On Saturday is two, Sunday is four, Monday is six. Okay. Yeah. So six bucks. They have new games, things that retail for $60. True. So you could pick up for just the weekend a brand new game for a tenth of the price. Yeah, which... Now, you don't get to keep it, so if there's no. multiplayer, if there's stuff like that, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. But if your goal is just to play through it, then this works. Yes, yes, it does. But, like, my beef is it. 
it's not it's it would be great if it was convenient but it's not so really for you you just i mean is there like a a walgreens between you and where you work there is but it will add about five to seven minutes on my drive home because i have to hit more stoplights okay well then that's not really on the way no it's basically two sides of a square. Yeah. Except so the you, other two sides of the square, I can go about more 35, 40. boxes is really what it comes down to. Yes. See, I just look. There's 16 in the Madison area. Let's see how many it says when I type in our zip code. Enter your zip code. 50 locations within 50 miles. Well, I'm not going to drive 50 miles. <laughs> <laughs> to find a single box. Yeah, there's there's some on Westnage, which is a major road in our area, and Main Street, which is also major. But once you go east of 131, and or sorry, west of 131 and south of 94, there nothing is out there. nothing, absolutely nothing. So really, I mean, you you just need more boxes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So That's, as I said, it needs to be more convenient for it to be to worth work. it. Yeah. But granted, it's also competing with things like Amazon's Instant Video, which I really wish we could hook directly up to the TiVo, but we can't. Stupid whatever. Yep, and uh, you know Netflix. Yeah, which also I, I could that hook up to our TiVo? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know about your TiVo, but it can hook up to your 360. Well, yeah, I know, but my 360 is not hooked up to the TV, so... Why? Um, because we have a standard definition television, and my computer monitor can handle 1080p. Ah, that Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, have you tried playing? Well, you played Dead Rising on a standard definition television. It did not work. Yeah, so... Not one bit. Which is why I use it on my computer monitor. Plus, I can easily switch between my computer and the Xbox 360 just by hitting the... Because I've got the dual inputs in the back. So I have the Xbox going in through VGA and my laptop going from HDMI to uh, DVI in the back of my monitor. So one button, I can switch between 360 and the computer, which is nice, you know, when I'm searching for stuff through a walkthrough or something. Mm -hmm. All those stupid hidden whatever they are in all those games now. Everybody's got to have a collection item. (sighs) All right, so random topic. I rolled ahead of time. As we usually do. Um, Side note, we have 11 random topics left, so anybody who is listening to this can feel free to suggest a topic. That really does mean anybody. Yes, anybody, any topic. At some point, we will actually have a list of these topics. So you can see if you have one you are suggesting has already been done, as is the one with car accidents, or not. You're typing that up, aren't you? No. Oh, I thought I heard typing. You did, but it wasn't that. God. Are you talking to Kate? No. Oh, damn. I'm 0 for 2. This is not a good... No. So, the random topic, Andy? Yes. Um, Stuart versus Colbert, which I'm guessing means that we have to pick one. Huh. Which is... Well, so the, the first question becomes, are we talking about Colbert the person, the actor, or Colbert the character? <laughs> Because they are two very, very different people. Yeah, if you want to see Colbert the person, look, listen to, uh, or just watch his White House Correspondence Dinner. When or I don't know why watch somebody... him in the, the Stephen Sondheim thing that was on Broadway for a little bit. Or watch, listen to him when he talks on NPR. Or, you know, anytime he gets interviewed about the show when he's not in character, which... Is very rare. Yeah, but happens sometimes. But, yeah. man, his White House Correspondence Dinner, oh. Who thought he would be a good choice for a George Washington presidency? I don't know. Someone who lost their job. (laughs) I don't know. When I watched the show, because the Daily Show kind of created the Stephen Colbert character. Yes. The difference, it was explained to me, that there's a huge difference 
Um, that being in the Daily Show, John Stewart is real. Everything else is fake. Everyone surrounding him is fake. In the Colbert Report, he's fake. Everything else is real. That actually makes perfect sense. It, it that does. Now, when I think about it, the show, the Daily Show, it actually they both help me with like stories I wouldn't have noticed otherwise, and they also have a comedic take on it. Yes. But for humor value, I think the number of times that the Daily Show has made me get to that point where I actually need to pause it because I'm laughing so hard. I probably could count on one hand, but I know last time Stuart came back from two weeks off on vacation, there was like two of them in the first episode where he was just nailing it. So I, I hate to say it, but I almost like Colbert better than Stuart. Now, I think Stuart has got more, like, he tries to be more helpful. Colbert's just doing it for the laughs and for his no, own. No, uh, Colbert's doing it for what he, I mean, he, he's got, they're both satirists. Satirists? Satirists? I don't they're know. both making a point. Yeah, they're both doing it in their own way. But if I had to... Alright, if you were stuck watching only one of them from now on, which one would you pick? Stuart. See, I would pick Colbert. Well, see, that's where we're different. (laughs) I guess it's a good thing we don't have to choose just one. Because both of us would choose the other one. Yeah. Mm, I don't, yeah, it's interesting just sometimes when because you never see Colbert be serious but when Stewart gets serious it's actually like a thoughtfulness to it but Colbert is just ah whatever hey yeah, look Colbert at me Colbert just kind of does what he wants to do yeah so the other question is would you if there was a Stewart Colbert ticket for politics would you vote for it no no, no. why not because neither of them are politicians. They're both fantastic comedians, don't get me wrong. And they have some great ideas. But I, I don't know... I mean, I don't know what their policies are. I don't know where they stand on a bunch of issues. I know what they like to make fun of. But without having actually put them through a vetting process and getting a chance to see them speak their mind and what they really mean and not just what their character means or not just for a laugh, no, I would not vote for them. Well, I think Stewart's a strong supporter of the military. He finds the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq ridiculous, as most people do. And I think they both are... I, what was the episode where he brought he brought a small like Baptist choir in and he was singing a song I think to like Bill O'Reilly or something like that and he actually pointed out what his political views were and how some of them did have some right leaning tendencies but not as crazy as the crazies. Right. Yeah, I, I just I would need some I need to be able to like find out much more about how would you respond to the situation? What would you do if this came up? What would you do if you got that phone call at 2 a.m.? <laughs> it's 2 in the morning. A phone is ringing. <laughs> God, what a bad commercial. Oh, it'd be so weird having comedians crack jokes about Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert. I would find it humorous. I'd start watching the State of the Union with a bit more attention. Oh. All right, so you'd say Stewart, I'd say Colbert. I guess we'll leave it at that. They're both good. Don't get me wrong. They're both yeah, on the they're TV, both though. fantastic. So if, both of, if either one of them were coming to town, I would want to go see them. So, all right, well, I think that is enough of all of that. Woo-hoo. You You may go and, I don't know, take a nap. Go to bed. Eat dinner. Dinner would be good. Make dinner. I have to go shopping and get food for dinner. Mm, Did I mention I was traveling all day? (laughs) Like, we left for the airport at 10 o'clock this morning, Eastern. I I, I know. I pointed out that you, at the beginning of the episode, remember how the beginning of the episode we referenced the end, and at the end of the episode, actually, I'll reference the beginning, where I pointed out that you woke up in Brooklyn this morning. Yes. How come you didn't go and get to... God, I... Was that Scottish? I don't know. That was just bad. 
Oh, By the way, one last thing before we go. Congratulations to Eastern for taking the lead against U of M, unfortunately for them. And very fortunately for me, because I'd never lived to hear the end of it, U of M won. That first half, though. Oh, that first half. Yeah, that, that was, was, was terrifying. Like, because I couldn't watch the game at the wedding, but I looked at my phone. I'm like, 3 nothing. Oh, shit. <laughs> For most of the first half, it took you guys forever to get started. Forever. Yes. Yes. But then by halftime, I was out running because it it was just sad after that point. Yeah. All right. Anyways, talk to you next week. Yep. Bye, everyone. See you.